the blog by Sheridan. So, um, hello and welcome to the very first episode of Where's the Blog? Um, with me, your host, Aquarian. And um, today we have a very special guest with us. His name is Raul Vittoria. And he's a Web3 designer who works with Polygon and also runs his own Web3 design agency called Design Trends. So, hi Rahul. I'm happy to have you here. As a Korean, really happy to be here. Excited to talk to the Seridium community. Thanks for inviting me. Awesome. Um, so, um, I have a few questions for you. And um, yeah, let's start with the first one. So, um, we've noticed a lot of people say that Web3 design is different from Web2 design. So, um, how is Web3 UI UX design different from Web2 UI UX design? Oh, that's a very good question. So, uh, first, I would like to be very specific that if I take the statement as black and white, like this, this is like, for example, Web3 design is totally different from Web2 design, it would be wrong. There are some elements, some uh, principles which have upgraded, not changed, but updated, or some principles which were already in Web2, but now we have to focus more on them in Web3. So it's not something which is out of the blue. It's not something very new. It's just that now we have a layer of digitalization on Web2 UI UX principles. So uh, UI trends keep changing. I mean, we have been seeing uh, trends in UI in Web2 for years, which keep changing. In Web3, there would be newer uh, UI designs and everything. But when it comes to UX, uh, for example, we already had a UX, which kind of resembles our wallet interacting experience, which was like whenever we are connecting wallet, we want the users to know that, okay, this connection or this login, we need to be very secure. So you need to check everything on the page. You need to check if the link is right. You need to check you're connecting to right contract. You need to check that you need to be sure that your money is not going anywhere wrong. And you always had to keep these things in mind. Right now in Web3, that's every day because you're interacting with that. But in Web2, that was bank's website. So if you remember, whenever you used to interact with bank's website, you always used to open this incognito mode. You need to check that nobody is looking right. Then you enter your password. You check the website page link twice or thrice to make sure that you're not logging into any spam or fishy websites. So that principle, but obviously now we need to design it for decentralization. So we need to focus more on that. And that has smaller uh, principles or rules. Uh, so the example which I like to give when it comes to Web3 UX is that when uh, mobile phones were launched, there was a problem called fat finger syndrome. So in desktop, you used to interact with a normal mouse icon, like a cursor, which were very small and you can click on things which were very near. But when mobile devices came, we used, started using our thumbs and cause our thumbs are like some people's thumbs are fat or different sizes. It was creating issues because people were clicking on the wrong buttons or by mistake and everything. So now the principle of proximity that everything needs to be a little bit far away so it doesn't disturb anything was more in focus than it was in desktop. The same thing is happening in Web3 UX now that we need to pick some principles which were in Web2 and focus more on them and make sure that they are in the front in Web3 design. So yeah, totally not very different, 
but needs to be a bit version of web to ux yeah absolutely I agree with what you just said um i think you know i think the added layer of security is what makes it seem more different and you know and a lot of basic differences like that um so that brings us to our second question um we a lot of people have noticed that web3 ux design isn't very user friendly but is very developer friendly so um do you think that's actually the case and um do you think that could be the gap that lies between web2 and web3 ux ux design yeah that's the case like i i won't lie and say no it's user focus obviously some apps are there who are understanding this and trying to make it much better for users but let's be honest any technology which will come uh, like we all know the early adopter chart right so developers are the early adopters and cause they were interacting and they were talking this was built for them but now as slowly slowly we move to mass adoption and more users getting into the system it will adapt and it will evolve by itself so for example uh, before uh, if you interact with a token swapping protocol right uh, uniswap or any other in ethereum or uh, like any other token swapping platform you would see in the starting it was pretty basic binary zero to one kind of like things but then slowly people understood okay you know what when people come to swap tokens they might need to add a number or they just can just use the max tokens they have so they added a max button near that uh, input of tokens so slowly slowly as we have more people who will interact and talk and give feedback to uh, developers and designers we'll be able to update it and make it more user friendly and user focused than developer friendly and developer focused absolutely um so do you think there are some practices new ui ux designers could follow in order to make um web3 you know ui more friendly for users uh if i talk about ui i feel uh, the biggest thing would be education uh an education inclo- includes that we don't use jargons cause uh, onboarding new users and let's say they see gets see they don't understand what that word that might what that word might mean right so specifically saying okay transaction fees so if you do transaction you're going to do this and even giving them a newbie mode so there's a very cool website where they have a walk through mode so before doing a transaction you have practice doing a transaction with a walk through mode so you know how many steps are going to be there because we all have been uh, doing transaction where we didn't know what is happening and then we went to the protocols discord and asked them hey i did a transaction half hour back and i still don't have anything on my wallet and they explained okay this takes time because this is how it happens you can check this on ether scan or other scans right but that being a person who was interested in web3 it was easier for me to go and find but for the new users if you're designing ui for them we want to make sure that this communication this uh, even the ux copy is more clearer and jargon free the yeah, absolutely i've actually noticed a lot of you know onboarding um screens that come with a lot of new wallets these days and um a lot of you know more complex defi applications also come with a light mode you know which actually helps a lot of newbie users to get familiar with it also helps so there are so uh, i'll simplify this whole uh, like 
like i'll just make a regular category on the same page so when we compare web 2 to web 3 right it's like comparing a 30 year old person to an infant because the thing is that all the mental models all the behavior we already know in web 2 for example you know that double tapping something will like it correct that came cause instagram introduced it years back then linkedin started copying it and now if i have to create a like gesture i can't create a right swipe i can't create a left swipe or triple tap or something i have to keep it double tap cause people are aware about that behavior already and they are trained or they uh, have that habit of just doing that so if i make that transition from other website to my website tough it would they won't stay on my website they just go back cause that's the behavior they are getting everywhere so in web3 even right now when these things are happening you have to find existing web2 behaviors and implement them in web3 right and that's why uh, when you said right so uh, new wallet so if i use an app and they make a new wallet for me which makes my onboarding much easier than importing my seed phrase to another app so that's a good step on the side we just need to figure out how to connect that new wallet to the existing one identity wallet cause in web3 if you remember in the starting we were that this will be the one identity of people it will create a history of for them we'll have a like a legacy kind of thing so keeping those values and then experimenting with ux is where i feel is really fun to work on that but finding existing behaviors and implementing them on web3 would make onboarding much easier for folks we absolutely agree with that um so coming to the next question it's kind of related to the previous question so um you know we all talk about mass adoption and you know building trust in the web3 ecosystem so do you think a good ui can do that for people do you think good ui is what the system lacks and that's what's going to onboard more people into web3 and if you agree that um how do you think you know that would bridge the gap for people yeah so obviously beautiful or good ui like again beautiful is subjective for different designers and people so uh, i'll say walkable ui or good looking or beautiful like can can that a vibe but uh, functional ui would be a bigger big part of bringing massification to web3 but we'll also have other type of designs i mean brand design is one of the biggest factor so building trust in a dap so the journey is a journey right so how do you find about that app and how do you even reach that connect wallet but so that's brand design work where they make that trust okay it's fine to click on that button afterwards is the job of the ui of that app to make sure that the user feels trust right and again it can be done the first way you have a newbie mode so the user feel okay these these folks care about me and that's why they have this experimentative demo mode or newbie mode where i can check you have descriptions you have uh, uh, info tools like info buttons which you click and you get more in description about it so those kinds of things build build trust and obviously a good functional looking ui obviously where matters very much because if you have a very bare minimum developer kind of like coded uh, ui and then you have a beautiful more structured ui 
it's just that uh, design or human behavior is the same which was in web 2 and web 3 right so people might say that we are okay with people wearing different clothes but you know that first thing they do when they see people in different clothes and some clothes have predefined judgments on it like if you see someone in three piece suit you just have that first thought is that okay this guy or this person or this would be someone who at that level right so beautiful ui also has that same uh, effect that when we see that okay designer and developers have put effort into making this thing it would be something more trustworthy it would be something which i can experiment and where we have a very bare minimum thing it might feel fishy because you feel like okay this person hasn't put time into this so it might be fishy yeah absolutely I completely agree with that and also i think you know like the look and feel of a product and the marketing put into the product really tells about you know how committed the founders are to the product and you know that kind of attracts a lot of people to the product um so um, that brings us to my next question so do you think there are a lot of opportunities for designers in web3 and if yes um how do they find these opportunities and make the most out of it and um, when i say opportunities i mean you know monetary opportunities as well as opportunities to innovate yeah uh, so i'll go with the monetary opportunities yes there is cause now we in the phase where we need more designers not only product designers or ui designers we need more brand designers we need more visual designers cause now the proof that this can happen has been done developers have been making products and like they have proved that okay this can be done on blockchain and you can use these for that this and that now would be time to make it user friendly now would be time to make it communicate to users and everything so that's the first part found uh, finding opportunities in those every protocol every bigger chain would have their ecosystem page we can find jobs according to them we have bounty base daos who post specific jobs for designers and developers and everyone else and when it comes to innovation now that was my reason to come into web3 so uh, honestly in web2 there been so much design work so for example don norman right the person who coined the word ux now we had that opportunity we as designers we had that opportunity if we do that kind of work in web3 that we can coin a new term like in web2 doing that industry where it's been 30 years the chances are very less i mean you can be an amazing designer and you might be able to do it but the chances of doing it are very less but in web3 where there are so many opportunities and if you are someone who is extraordinary or who can work and who can get into a product into very much detail you can do that you can reach that level of thing so when it comes to innovation i feel as designers we have the chance to create legacy where people will remember our name like they remember don norman like they remember uh, poor rand who designed the logos for apple right so those kind of uh, opportunities we have as designers in the system in web3 absolutely that was a great answer um so that brings us to the last question for this round and um, that is what is some advice that you would give an upcoming web2 designer who's trying to get into web3 like some, what are some things he can do to upskill what are some things he can try to understand the ecosystem more and you know apply for these jobs and opportunities available 
cool so i feel uh, or i know this that when people say okay i'm i'm a web designer i'm trying to web3 i feel the design skills are good enough they can work here if you can design a app in uh, an app in web2 you can design a app in web3 because what do you do in web web2 is that you understand onboarding you understand there's going to be some uh, dashboard there's going to be an action which they're going to take and so and so are different things and different parts are there in product same goes for branding same goes for visual design and everything where is get tricky and where uh, web designers have to educate themselves is the tech cause let's say if i am a web designer and you ask me to design a sign up or login page right i would obviously know that okay i can do phone number so i can get login by otp i would do sign with google and everything cuz i know that works and then i also do sign with email or facebook and everything right so those technology i know are there cuz they already existed and i have understood and study them right but in web3 the tech is totally different so what you need to do is you just need to go to the basics of blockchain understand what is blockchain and how it works and understand the basic flows of it once you know that much you are good to go like study uniswap go just do a transaction try doing it there are deep dives of different protocols on internet if you just search for any protocol and write deep dive and you will find a medium article of it or an article on different protocols like mirror or whatsapp and read them once you have the technical knowledge cause again here technical side of it changing and that's what you need to upgrade yourself with design skills you can make a ui design which won't have any gradient and it will still work cause that would go based on that brand, uh, that product's brand design right if it doesn't have if it's a white and black uh, it will work i mean i i see uh, shadium is pure black and white i see designs wise right so it doesn't need to have gradients in it or it doesn't need to have any uh, visual uh, design styles in it that you can always experiment and if you can design one thing you can design everything else it's just about understanding the technical side so you can ask the right questions that's all awesome um thanks for answering these questions i think you know um this completely um you know helps people who are here who are aspiring designers and um you know who want to get started with web3 but don't know how to um so this brings us to our last section which is the rapid fire round so um for this round you will have 5 seconds to answer every question so um are you ready rahul uh yeah i hope i have the you have the hamper right <laughs> we we'll let you know after the after the podcast hello i'm just i'm just kidding yeah yeah i'm ready awesome okay so your first question is um what's your favorite color other than purple uh black i love black um who's your design inspiration uh right now no one i've been i i i mix uh, different designers for different kind of things but uh, if i go years back christo was one of the guys oh awesome uh so third question um what's your favorite design book uh i love see like an artist uh, awesome love um what's your favorite non design book oh that's going to be tougher i don't read uh, non design books that much but i love to read hindi uh, short stories so premchand is one of my favorite writers so i read his uh, stories 
Um, if you could swap your body with one other designer, who would that be and why? I would swap with uh, a guy I work with, Pratish, my co-founder. So he is an amazing product designer. He's in the Polygon also. And because I want to do product more, but because uh, I don't have time that much and I don't have that much patience. So I wasn't able to get product in that much. So I would do it to learn product design. Oh, that's amazing. So that was the last question. Um, thank you so much for coming over, Rahul. It was great talking to you. I hope you had fun. I had fun. This is the first time I've been uh, asked to do a rapid fire round in any podcast. <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah, that's nice. We're trying to keep it fun here. So um, thank you for joining in. And um, thanks everyone for coming over and hear us chat. Um, thanks for joining Shardim Discord. And um, we will be here every Monday at 7.30 p.m. Um, doing this podcast. So thank you so much. It was great chatting with you all.